Zenkai Boost is a DBZ Kai fancast. It should not be mistaken for an official member of the Dragon Ball product line in any capacity. Remember, the Dragon Ball series wouldn't exist without support from fans like you, so buy a DVD or something. Also, this show is not safe for work, unless you can wear headphones at work, then go ahead and roll those dice, they're basically asking for it. To another episode of Zenkai Boost, the show where we watch and review every episode of Dragon Ball Z Kai. My name is Max Newland. My name is Blaine Corliss. I'm Kevin Hilrich. And I'm the other Max, Max Kostrak. Uh, welcome back. It's episode 51. Before we do get into it, I just wanted to bring up the fact that you can now eat like Goku if <laughs> you live in the Orlando area. Are you telling me I can eat? Huge quantities of food. You can eat something called a Kaoken bowl at the Super Saiyan in Orlando, Florida. Let's talk I? about this. This was a, this was a fun discovery we had gone over in the Discord. So this is a restaurant in Florida that is Dragon Ball Z based. Where in Florida? Orlando. So you're telling me that we have friends who are currently in Florida that we can make go eat that right now uh we probably can i have friends in orlando florida i cannot make them go eat there i will go eat there eventually they've got some pretty good shit actually i'm looking at this menu and i'm kind of loving it like they have the vegeta bowl which is a vegetarian noodle bowl <laughs> that word i was reading over this also and i had to stop because it really made me want to go make noodles guys yes we have to go on a pilgrimage there to eat the senzu bean appetizer so that we can become strong again. We've got to get in touch with management and see if they could just let us do a whole episode in there. Live podcasting at the Super Saiyan in <laughs> beautiful Orlando, Florida. Wait, so do they have any soup-based products? Many, okay. in fact. Like like what? Can you name me a couple? Like all of it, man. It's like, There's a burrito, but like otherwise it's pretty much all noodle soups. They have one called the Ultra Instinct, which is just the K.O. Ken Bowl, but bigger. (laughs) (laughs) This place sounds amazing. There are lovingly rendered paintings of Dragon Ball Z characters on the wall. And some of these photos, if you if you want to Google this place and I recommend Googling this place, it's S.O.U.P.A. Saiyan Asian Noodle Bar. And there are photos in which there are people in this restaurant who I imagine are probably not Dragon Ball Z fans. <laughs> That's got to be the weirdest thing. It's like, <laughs> I hate Dragon Ball Z, but this place does make the best noodles in town. <laughs> God damn, these noodles are so good. There's, I just, I'm, I'm trying to live in the mind of the person who walks into Super Saiyan and has never heard of Dragon Ball Z. And they're just like, oh, noodles, that sounds great. And they're like confronted with these images of... <laughs> Like, golden-haired buff men with electricity (laughs) shooting out of their bodies. Did I accidentally walk into a gay noodle bar? (laughs) (laughs) There appears to just be 
an image of cell also. So that one's probably an interesting thing to look at if you don't know. Oh, yeah. What's this weird green alien? Who's this lizard man, Barbara? I don't understand the names of these noodles. What the hell is a Shenron? (laughs) (laughs) They spelled vegetable wrong. I'll have the Kyokan bowl. (laughs) 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 Oh, shit. How'd y'all like the intro to this episode? (laughs) I love that we just get right to it. Yeah, there's no recap. There's no fucking recap. It's actually just the next scene. We open on Frieza flying straight into Goku's beam. Just getting into the Kamehameha. The clash of their power is so great that an explosion happens in King Kai's face. <laughs> yeah, his his head blows up because of all that. There's a lot of weird things that are going to go on with King Kai that I noticed this episode. Where does the recap end and the episode begin? I, no I forgot to note this. So before this beam is resolved, the intro comes in, we have to watch it, and we get the episode title. Goku's Furious Roar, A Last Minute Wish. Okay. Which, the last episode's title was also about the wish. Just feels like they kind of dragged this wish out two episodes. Well, there, it was two different wishes, though. One wish per episode. I mean, it's kind of, it's fair, right? Hmm. That's what we, that's what Kai's for. Previously, it was like 15 episodes per wish, so. They've really racketed things up. Goku tries to resolve this clash by cranking the Kamehameha way up. He shouts full power, and then, like, a big boost of energy comes out. You guys guys ever yell full power when you're doing things? Constantly. I mean, how else do you accomplish anything? During during a parallel park? During a particularly (laughs) difficult parallel park? (laughs) That sounds so safe. (laughs) Super safe. (laughs) <laughs> that's the power that i'm commanding is the power of safety that's what i'm ask, uh, trying to access this full power kind of pushes frieza back for a second but then i have in my notes that frieza remembers suddenly that there's a z-axis that he can move on <laughs> Yep. <laughs> he just goes around the beam entirely <laughs> he does let himself get hit by it for a few seconds Mm-hmm. uh but this is a big hit though also, according to the Dragon Ball wiki, this has an actual name. Uh, what he does to Goku here, it's called the Nova Strike. This is also referred to by the name "You Might Not Survive This Time" in Dragon Ball Fighter Z, <laughs> <laughs> which I just want to say is not very committal in terms yeah. of like a rallying battle cry. You might not survive this one. Pretty weak as threats go, I would say. But he does indeed basically bury Goku with it. Into the ground. Oh. Yeah. See, I named the move Rock Smash. (laughs) And it lets you access new areas. Guys, I have some terrible news about this. What? What? This is filler. Are you kidding me? Wait, what? In the manga, this all happens, but Goku is knocked into the ocean. And Gohan never leaves the ship. Are you kidding me? But I, I have like five How did they not, why didn't they take it out then? I, I don't know. Again. I had legitimately convinced myself that they did take it out until it started happening again. And it's just, it just keeps happening. (laughs) It keeps happening. This is, again, a case in which the filler has like 
grappled so tightly onto the actual content of the television show that they couldn't get rid of it. They couldn't cut away the tumor without killing the host. I guess. Yes. I guess it's just more fun things for me to enjoy. More, uh, more content. I guess. So, you know. Let's talk that? about this content. Uh, there's some of it. So Gohan can't sense Goku anymore. Yes. Yeah, so did this? And decides this... he's gonna stay on Namek. Clear something up for me. Does this does this filler indicate that Goku has been killed by this? That's the implication that this makes. The implication that this makes is that Goku has been killed by Frieza just in time for like the wish to be made that resurrects everyone Frieza has killed. That's a popular theory. I'm pretty sure he didn't die. It's just they want to make it seem like he did for dramatic effect. I think he just got blasted so far underground that Gohan couldn't sense him. Or he got knocked out, and I guess you, you don't have an energy when you're blacked out or asleep. He's just taking a nap, guys, down in the down in the magma. Just a just rock na- nap. Just a dirt nap. God, what's what's really fucking weird about it is that he's buried deep in the earth and a pillar of lava erupts out at like almost immediately. He emerges later on. Uh, we'll we'll get there, of course. But he emerges from the ocean. So he he used dig. <laughs> so he yeah he he burrows underground. <laughs> That's what he's doing this whole time. Is he's digging his way through? Like, oh, I'm gonna get him. Oh, you're gonna see. <laughs> I wish we had got that scene. This is gonna be so yeah. Cool. Instead of all this bullshit, <laughs> this I pop out of the ocean like this. <laughs> So anyway, as we alluded to, Gohan, we get a little scene with Gohan and Bulma where he's like, hey, you need to just go. I'm going to go find my dad. And Bulma's like, are you kidding me? And, Bo- and Gohan's like, no, bye. So this- <laughs> Gohan's being brave. This is this just goes to show that if you teach your child Kung Fu or some form of martial arts, you can overpower anyone double, if not triple your age. And, and he'll avenge your life. Yeah. One of these days. We see a lot of scenes after this of a bunch of Namekians waking up. This isn't filler. This is not filler. This the really Namekians happened. do wake up. They do really happen. And they all look up and they notice, whoa, what's going on? The sky has turned black. Hmm. If only we knew what that meant. And then we see basically the exact same shot from the next episode preview of the previous episode. Just rapid fire. Dende wakes up. Vegeta wakes up. Then Guru wakes up. And then... The seven Namekian Dragon Balls jump out of the ocean. I want to talk for a second about Grand Elder's return. Oh, sure. Okay. He he does come back, and his first words are, Why have I returned? Oh, God. And he sounds kind of remorseful, like, Damn it, I was dead. <laughs> like, I game over. I was done. My suffering was over. Like, oh, it sucks being old. Yeah, I forgot what pain felt like because I was dead. <laughs> and this sucks. So Kinkai checks in, confirms that the dragon is back. He's very modest about this, too. Cause he, in what way? So he, he, he's the one who had the idea. As far as I'm concerned, he had the idea. He just wanted to string everyone else along to figure it out for themselves. Pretty much, yeah. And then he goes on to say, I, I, can't, I, I can't give you the exact words, I didn't write it down, but he, he pretty much made it sound like it was a group effort. We did it. He's given the credit around a little bit. We did Somebody it together. Somebody did have to collect the balls. And unfortunately, it was Popo, who, 
mercifully, does not have a second of screen time in this episode. It's almost like they knew they should cut as much of him out as possible. It's, it's, it's almost like the they best. knew. So after the dragon comes back, Frieza kind of notices that something's going on. The, the sky has turned black. It's also someone is coming towards him very fast. Who could it be? Who could it be? And then Guru, the elder Namek, demonstrates his heretofore unknown ability to communicate telepathically. King Kai, you know, gets him up to speed. A lot of very quick scenes in this first part of the episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, Because it cuts away from that immediately to Gohan, who shows up to fight Frieza, which seems like a terrible idea. Yeah, but then Frieza does this weird thing where he powers back down. Yeah, he just turns it off. It's almost like both characters are doing things that they would never do for any reason. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the weird thing is here, and later in the episode, he just, just bulk back up immediately. And... Why did it take him like 10 minutes the first time to power up? That's but a now great he can question. just turn it on and off. He was being dramatic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now that makes me wonder if literally everything he does like during transformations is completely optional and he just does it for like the showiness of yeah, it. Yeah, like do you not feel like Freeze is kind of a bit of a showman? Oh, I absolutely do. Oh, I yeah. think he's the most dramatic person in Dragon Ball. I would agree with that. So Frieza gives Gohan a free hit which is funny to me, but then Gohan fakes him out and just starts running. So his plan here is to stall out the clock so the planet explodes and kills Frieza. I mean, that's smart. We did hear Frieza say a little bit earlier that he like had to get off the planet now because he's not in good enough shape to survive if the planet exploded. Yeah, so, so he catches Wise pretty fast about this, and then Gohan pulls a fucking a move out of his pocket. Get some hits in on Frieza. Some really good ones on fourth form Frieza, something he was not able to do previously. And then he finishes up with a big old Masenko. Who taught Gohan that move, by the way? Is that a Gohan original? I have to, bad, I thought. I have to assume Piccolo. Or, or he... Wasn't it a move that is inspired by Piccolo? Yes, yeah, yeah. I think okay. we talked about that in an earlier episode. Okay. And when Frieza realizes that you know, Gohan's not the scrub he thought he was. He puffs up again, again, like turning it, just fucking flipping the switch. But guess who's back? It's obviously Goku. Whoa, he wasn't dead. Whoa, Goku wasn't dead. Can you guys believe this? Rising huh. from the water. <laughs> so after after clawing his way through like a half a mile of solid rock with perfect he eats it i assume (laughs) like an earthworm yes so this is where i can bring up he's missing a pant leg which if we go by his our our clothing theory he has lost three-fourths of his hp oh he's on critical right now Mm. oof the the little alarm is going off that's very annoying And then we have, like, almost exactly beat for beat the first thing Goku did as a Super Saiyan where he tells Gohan to get the hell out of here. It's almost as if nothing that's happened so far in this episode really matters. Or was supposed to happen at all. So it's it's filler, I guess, what you're all saying. Huh? I'm saying it's filler. But you know what could use some filler is Goku and Frieza's necks in this scene. Oh my Thank god. Thank you! I was gonna bring that up if you didn't. <laughs> Got some weird necks. 
Their skulls are like emerging from their collarbones. <laughs> like Goku is just like trying to push his head as forward away from his body as possible. He's allergic to it. He doesn't want any contact with that. <laughs> oh. And this is also where Goku relives Krillin's death again. He's still mad about it. I think he's just trying to stay in the zone. <laughs> well, it kind of works because it gives him a big power up, or at least it seems to. Frieza actually decides he's he's incredulous that Goku came back and then decides he, he he's going to taunt him about Krillin. Like, good move. Real smart. You can't push Goku over the mad line. Goku only does that to you. And I think that's our halfway point. Oh, it is? That's Yes, that's where the break came in. Well, then I know that means you guys are ready to lend me your energy. Y'all know that song, Return to Innocence? It's a good song. Look it up, Return to Innocence. Uh, thanks for listening to another episode of Zenkai Boost. We're here for you every week, 24-7. Well, I, don't know, I can't make that promise. Uh, but but we are here for you, and we're really here for the fact that you keep sharing us with your friends and uh, uh, you know leaving reviews on our channel, on our station, at uh, Apple Podcasts. Just and yelling the name of our podcast at random people in the street. <laughs> Screaming Zenkai Boost in people's faces as you pass them on the way to the subway. <laughs> Every little bit helps. <laughs> Just follow it up with a live your life like a Kamehameha. Wait. Um... We don't pay to advertise the show, so it really is just you out there helping us get known to others, and that just warms my cold, dead heart that you do that. And it also warms my heart when you go visit Friedrich Hobbitler on YouTube. He's the guy whose uh, music we use for our intro, and you can find him on YouTube at Cody Game Music. He's still out there doing hella covers of Dragon Ball music and other anime music and all kinds of stuff. And while you're listening to those great tunes with your ears, you can treat your eyes by visiting costrack.tumblr.com. Uh, that's Elizabeth Costrack who does the logo for her show, her page. Check out some of her stuff there. Heck yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Anyway, back to the show. Fighting happens. A very cool clash here with some nice energy explosions, lots of beams. They rush each other surrounded in huge auras, and we get some more discussions with King Kai where it's revealed shortly thereafter that Goku has wiretapped them. How? Uh, yeah, weird. how? What yeah. the fuck is this? I'm glad we're all on the same page because what the fuck? <laughs> how is he even, how does he have the brain power to do this while he's fighting? Because he has ESP. He just picked up these signals. <laughs> it's his hair. It's in his fillings like Lucille Ball. <laughs> What's even more ridiculous to me than this is the fact that, okay, so his he taps into the conversation because he wants to make sure that he also does not get teleported off the planet. Did we ever go into that? I what, don't we, think we what, did, actually. Sorry about that. The The second part of the plan is to wish for, the, uh, for Perunga to teleport everyone on Namek except Frieza to Earth. But now... And Goku wants to make it so instead... It's everybody except Goku and Frieza because he doesn't want the fight to get interrupted. More outlandish and bizarre than this to me is the fact that King Kai just signs off on this fucking plan. Like what? Like he could have totally just been like, yeah, sure, whatever. And then just like, hey. And then not done it. Yeah. 
It would have been really easy, in fact. So, so I my headcanon is that Goku's staying there to try and make sure Frieza dies. If he gets teleported out and Frieza were to survive, he would come back for them. Oh, no, then they'd have time to heal and train. But oh, so no, then... could Frieza. Are you idea, are I you think. suggesting, Blaine, that in some way Frieza could return later on after being on a destroyed planet? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Get real. I know, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm just... Well, hey, the, the upcoming episodes, maybe we'll find out. Maybe we'll find out. Guru plays the telephone game next. He sends it over to Dende, tells Dende about the wish. Does not comfort the child who has recently awoken from death. Listen, I know you've experienced the void beyond the curtain, but it, right now I need you to go to the dragon and make a wish. A really specific wish that you are, that is very difficult to translate, I would imagine. Bulma also has not left yet because she, she doesn't want to leave Gohan behind. We just check in with her real quick. And then we check in with Vegeta, who fucking Night of the Living Dead's out of the ground. <laughs> so cool. So I'm so glad Vegeta's back. I missed him. For the one minute of screen time he gets. <laughs> Which, I'm sorry to say, all of it after this part is also filler. What? Oh, damn what? It. You're breaking my heart, Kevin. Did, did you guys not notice how unusually calm he was about Goku being a Super Saiyan? Right. I was mad that he didn't rehash what a Super Saiyan was. Did get like another 30 second expository <laughs> dump? I was waiting. He has become the legend that has been passed down by many generations. The thing you fear most, Frieza. And then Frieza's <laughs> like, yes, I know. We've been over this. Pure of heart and rage, Frieza. He is. You're like 30 minutes too late. It's been happening to me for like an hour <laughs> so this is where we get probably i think a really cool part of the episode because the fight between goku and frieza turns into a chase mm -hmm. as goku spots the dragon first and then frieza kind of looks over to see what he's looking at and sees the dragon and he's like oh shit it's time time to be immortal goku wasn't very nonchalant about that either he he made it very obvious like, oh i'm looking past you hey you should look over there Oh, a dragon! I do agree this is a very cool part of the episode. It really ratchets the stakes up quite a bit. Oh, yeah. Even though we know Frieza's efforts are doomed because he can't speak Namekian, it's still... It's, it's, it's very cool. We don't get a lot of, like, chase sequences like this, necessarily. I will say, I did forget that that was the rule right up until... Frieza yells the wish in the dragon's face. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then it was like, oh, hey, wait, this won't work. When Dende goes to speak to the dragon, I took a note that there's a weirdly long gap between Dende going, Puranga, and Puranga going, Yes, what is your wish? <laughs> I'm so glad no one talked for that. <laughs> it's like he's fucking... It's like he fucking just woke up and he's like, oh, oh, uh, what? It's like, uh, I was dead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, you mean me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking Who? about the other Purunga. <laughs> Frieza shakes Goku off and he does get in there and he does say, as Dende is saying, Look, grant my wish, Frieza says, grant me, Frieza, immortality, which I love that he was like specifying that when I say me, I'm talking about Frieza. He had that <laughs> wish written down. <laughs> You didn't see that he actually looked at his hand beforehand? He had it written down on his palm. <laughs> that or Frieza has practiced this wish in the mirror for the past 24 hours. <laughs> What's so funny is that Goku, what happens after this, of course Dende makes the wish in Namekian and Purunga grants the wish. And after this, Goku seems to let on that he knew all along 
that it wouldn't work for Frieza? I love this. Uh... Snarky Goku is perhaps my favorite Goku. And I gotta imagine that that is filler too, because I do not remember Goku having any foreknowledge about the language you need. Yeah, wasn't he in the healing chamber during the whole wish thing? But he indeed did. He did mind wipe Krillin, and probably got it through that. <laughs> Wait, he actually he did kind of the opposite of mind wipe. But I do like your fiction that you've created, where Goku comes out and gives his best friend um, uh, complete amnesia. <laughs> He in, actually in order takes to... the memories from Krillin to catch up. <laughs> like a mind warrior in the Underdark. Oh. And that's how he ends up being friends with so many of his former enemies, too. He just sort of mind wipes them. Like a Jedi. Uh, but the wish is granted, and Dende vanishes right before Frieza can kill him a second time, which I thought was great. And then we get the Vegeta moment that is also great. Yeah, Vegeta's just like, oh, I see you're a Super Saiyan. He is exceedingly calm about it. But the fun part is how, I, I loved how he's like, I'm going to get you with an attack, Pop. And just gone. And he's just gone. That's it. Bye. I would love to see that. And then it immediately pops where he gets shown up in Namek or on, on Earth. And he still continued the attack. I would love. Yeah, I know. Did he blow up a city? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, where did he show up? Shit, you just you just gave me a realization. So they mentioned earlier with like when they're talking about like like bringing everyone back who Vegeta killed, and they're like, yeah, that'd bring back a whole bunch of people. They never revisit that up to this point. So in my head canon, they just forget. Yeah, that whole oh, city's fuck. still completely dead forever. You just completely <laughs> forgot about it. This cuts to the city, just barren landscape. So it's one oh, city. I'm pretty sure that will be addressed in a couple episodes. Oh, don't ruin my cannon. I do want to say, though, that the, there is that one-year time limit, and also the Dragon Balls have a one-year cooldown. Oh. <laughs> so, clock's ticking, Popo. That's all, I, that's all we really you know, need to say about that. But yeah, so everybody gets teleported off Namek. You see a bunch of Namek, people go, just sort of disappear. Um, and then the dragon shoots up on, into the sky, and we get this amazing moment that it doesn't last very long, but it's Frieza, like, utterly broken and destroyed. <laughs> His whole day is ruined. <laughs> His hopes have been destroyed. Like, he he was so, so excited. He was there, it was right in front of him, and now it's gone. And his he's so upset. It's really beautiful. He, like... There's a frame of him reaching up into the sky, and then he slowly lets his arm fall to his side. <laughs> and and like, I would, I wish that moment had lasted like thirty seconds longer. <laughs> like, not even seeing his face, not even him, like, uh, 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 just like total silence. No music, nada. <laughs> but it's interrupted by Goku gloating, which is very good. <laughs> I thought. It's so good. <laughs> he explains the whole plan. Which is interesting. An, an interesting move. <laughs> just really explain how his whole day got ruined. Here's, here's all the ways in which we just fucked you up. I mean, hey, the whole planet's cracking now. I mean, obviously like we have a. like a minute left, if you could count. Can I, get, can I get a time check on Namek? Two minutes. Again. Still two minutes, huh? <laughs> Still two minutes. <laughs> this is my utter, like, my hardest possible proof that Frieza is bullshitting this entire time. When it comes to how <laughs> See, long that actually makes everything make sense. 
he says it authoritatively because he's that kind of guy, but he has no fucking idea. <laughs> he's been spitballing the entire time. Just random guesses. I Five mean, minutes. He couldn't even accurately gauge how much he needed to destroy the planet <laughs> when he did when he did it. She's a tough old bird. Planet Namek. And this is where Goku decides to so Frieza and Goku square off for the millionth time. And Goku starts to descend. And Frieza says, ah, you want a plain old fist fight, huh? What the fuck have you guys been having? <laughs> well, a fist fight with lasers. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. But yeah, that's it. Frieza acquiesces to Goku's sort of request for how the battle will, will happen. Hey. And then they land. And then we get a nice painting of the two of them standing there. And that's the end of the episode. I do like it that it's, they end on a painting sometimes. Yeah, it's cool. And we, we really are heading into the final battle here. We only have three episodes left in this arc, so we're right on the cusp of the end. Wow, so you're saying we're near the end because the planet is exploding. There's only two people left on the planet. Like, it has to resolve. Toriyama's kind of written himself into a corner here where we can't pull this out much longer. <laughs> yeah, there must be a conclusion, like, right now. One of them has to fall down and not get back up. The Dragon Ball Z thing of smoke clears and they're still okay. That's we're we're done with that. Well, I mean, potentially, I mean, the planet could take it like two more days before it blows up. So, I mean, <laughs> we could have put in more episodes. What if it just reached a point of stability? <laughs> <laughs> it just becomes like the, a lava planet. Yeah, it just sort of stabilizes and doesn't really blow up or anything. It just sort of, you know, like there's a new core now. It hasn't been desiccated. <laughs> Still mad about that. <laughs> yeah. But let's just get into it. What's the best moment from this episode? Can I can I put my submit my uh my story to the Midnight Society? Submit away. Uh, it's a fucking the the despondent Frieza. All his hopes and dreams have been totally crushed, rendered utterly speechless for the first time. Absolutely. I like that. Like Goku and Frieza's race to Purunga and Frieza's shattered hopes. Mine's not going to win any of this, but I just loved how Vegeta just busts out like a zombie. <laughs> that was a funny moment. That for was sure. just great. Uh, I think I'll also have to give it to Frieza's despair. Frieza's ultimate despair. Does it beat the change? No, no. of course not. No. Are you, are you kidding? Get out, Get of, out here. of here. Oh, shit. <laughs> Whoa. Great minds think alike. <laughs> so as we approach the end of the fight with Frieza, I thought maybe we could each, you know, just say a word for our fallen soldiers. <laughs> All the people that died, Krillin, um, that one Namekian guy. Nail? Nail, uh, fucking Dorito. <laughs> the Ginyu Force. Um, Zar Zar Zarbi. Wait a minute. I have a, a real quick plot hole. Didn't Frieza kill a bunch of his own henchmen? Oh fuck. <laughs> so don't they come back too? That would be so funny. Wasn't Vegeta one of Frieza's henchmen at one point? Yeah. So couldn't this wish do kind of a like uh So what you're going to get to they address this on uh Dragon Ball Z abridged cuz they bring oh, really? back Nappa by that logic. 
Okay, okay. Well, that's fun. Napa, moment in the sun. Good for him. I always, he deserves it. I always wish that he or Raditz would have came back just randomly for no reason. I saw a pretty funny image of Super Saiyan 3 Napa. <laughs> it's just his mustaches. <laughs> yeah, the long. mustache grows gigantic and is like trailing behind him. <laughs> Napa Napa does briefly come back either in movie twelve or in Dragon Ball GT. I don't recall. Both feature a plot point in which dead villains rise from the grave. Um, Doesn't one of those also like one of the villains in one of the whichever one of those it is include like literal Hitler? That's yes. movie. That's movie twelve. Yeah. Okay. I actually watched that pretty recently. I don't know why I did, but I I'll chopped up to alcohol. Blaine, do you have a Dragon Ball Z problem? Yeah, <laughs> and my only solution is to drink in order to get through it. Movie twelve is actually a decent one. That's one with Gogeta. <coughs> I realized at a certain point that I have seen a minority of these films. I've only seen like the first five, I think. More than I me. I watched them all in college, so everything up to when I graduated college, I've seen, and then I haven't been in college for like five years, so that's how much time I'm I've pretty sure the only them. one I've ever seen is Tree of Might. I'm so sorry. I know. It's such a bad, bad movie. Ones. You know, sooner or later, you'll hear about these good movies on Zenkai Boost, and before we go, uh, I have a random DB Wiki page for y'all. Oh, sweet. Pull it up. And you know it's uh it's a vital inclusion that Dragon Ball Z would not be the same without. <laughs> Folks, it's ramen. <laughs> I don't mean I don't mean like a fighter, like a person because everyone in Dragon Ball Z is named after weird stuff like food. No, it's just ramen. Huh. It says uh debut manga the battle to set anime smells like trouble. Users, many users, class <laughs> food. <laughs> so now I'm opening category foods on the Dragon Ball wiki. Oh, can, you yes. can you link this? Uh, yes, I absolutely can. You're gonna love what you see. <laughs> oh, good. There's egg. <laughs> egg. There's candy. Ultra divine uh, water. Ultra divine water. There's peepee candy. Space soda, sleepy grass. I'm opening all of these in tags. <laughs> in tabs, by the way. Candy. Uh, in the candy subpage under variations, it it lists candy Vegito. <laughs> Whoa! 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 Read PP candy. Read the first fucking line of this shit. Whoa! Hold on. Okay. Whoa! What the hell? Uh, Holy! Made by Bulma. Whoa! <laughs> Read Whoa. this whole paragraph. Okay. Whoa. The Whoa. PP candy is an invention made by Bulma to use on Oolong to make him obedient. Semicolon. It is a special type of laxative that induces intense stomach cramps and diarrhea after the affected individual hears a high-pitched squeal. What? I... <laughs> I don't like Bulma. She's not a good person. When did this happen? This is uh Dragon Ball. Back when Oolong like mattered was of any was of any consequence. What is I still okay, Ultra Divine Water. 
the the kinds of food that are on here is frankly insane. So like from A to Z, a la planetes, candy, carrot, egg, and sanji, fruit of the tree of might, fruit of the tree of might, parentheses, demon realm. <laughs> you have to specify. Lord Slug's pills. <laughs> just ibuprofen. <laughs> you know, reading it, it's it's not known what purpose these pills are for, but it could be assumed they are for his health due to his advanced age. They're vitamins. These are my advanced age pills. See? These are my elderly pills. What is this image that it has given us when I brought up the the link Foods. in our Discord? Are you seeing this? <laughs> that would be a really is- round yajirobi on the ground apparently having some stomach issues. Food is any substance consumed to provide nutritional support for the body. Thanks, thank, Dragon Ball thank Z you, Wiki. Dragon Ball Wiki. <laughs> for defining food. <laughs> oh, God. So, so episode 51 of Dragon Ball Z <laughs> <laughs> ends in the same place as uh, episode 101 of Dragon Ball Z. Skedaddle Skip right past right it. right over it, huh? Right Those... through it. Bastards. And we had filler in this episode. I don't know if we can keep doing this, guys. I'm just, my heart is heavy. Is that you talking to us, or is that you talking to the producers of Dragon Ball Z Kai? Oh, I'm talking to you guys. Oh. Well, stick with it. You got it. Okay, I'll try. You can do it. Hey. Yeah? You can do it. Okay, I'll try and do it. Have have you tried living your life like a Kamehameha? I'm glad you asked that, because uh, up to this point, I have not. Shine brightly and destroy everything in your path, as Kevin said. (laughs) (laughs) Unless it's Frieza. Got him. Living your life like a Kamehameha may come with some adverse side effects. Please consult your doctor. (laughs) Make sure not to live your life like a Kamehameha directed towards any loved ones if you've been living your life like a kamehameha for four hours or more please call your your health care provider <laughs> thank you so much for yet another listen to yet another episode of dragon ball z kai via your best friends zankai boost i am your best friend period forever <laughs> statement <laughs> Remember to live your life like a Kamehameha. My name is Max Newland. My name is Blaine Corliss. I'm Kevin Hilrick. And I'm Max Kostra. And remember, three, two, one. Power, Power levels, levels don't, don't matter. matter. We're dead. <laughs>